Just the thought um, of a fucking normal brain just becoming smooth in real time. <laughs> like, <laughs> just... We answer listener questions and jump battery terminals this week on Flag Time. Welcome to Flag Time, everybody. Uh, we are on episode two now. My name is Serata Mobius. You can find me on Instagram at that point. Uh, I am here with my two co-hosts. My name is Stirworks. I am a goofy goober. <laughs> my name is Pixie23, and I'm sick. It's 2.3. I'm fucking sick. Sick as fuck. Sick as fuck, boy! <laughs> your voice is... Gnar, even, dude. even though you're sick, your voice is drastically improved from the last episode, given that you've actually invested money into this podcast now and bought a new mic. Yes, I spent $100 on a mic, and I also <laughs> use it for gaming, because I can just plug it into my PS5, and it works. Oh, yeah. It'll also you help with your streaming that you say you do and don't do. I'll do it eventually. <laughs> you stream? I guess I'm, I was supposed to. If you notice, I changed the description on my thing. It says sometimes streaming now. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't even read. I didn't read that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. I don't even have the fucking little fucking microphone cover you told me to get because I'm not directly facing the mic. Pop filters still... are uh, crucial. I would I say. I wish I had a balloon to pop right now. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'll fill this are crucial. Bang. All right, let's see. Um, so what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about a lot of things. Um, many things that I am not aware of right now. Hold on. And stuff. Find. Are we also going to talk about stuff? Yes, many stuffs. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I love talking about <laughs> Mostly right, things, but also stuff. So um, one of the popular segments from the first episode, uh, we've gotten a lot cat. of feedback, uh, was... Many people want to see the, or hear, excuse me, this isn't a visual uh, medium, but many people want to hear the, uh, was, I can't think, there's no words in my head. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't borrow the brain cell today, so don't yeah, look at no. me. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> they want, they want customer states to be a recurring segment, so that's what we're, that's what we're going to do. Um, okay. I have a couple of pictures saved from this past week. Uh, since we uploaded the first episode. So let me see if I can find one. Let's see. Oh, I like, like pictures from your work. <laughs> Say what? From your work, right? Like pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this was a customer states that my uh, dealership got this past week. Um, customer states the defroster blows hot air on max settings no matter what temperature setting is set. Is, is it, is it, isn't that what it's supposed to do? Yes. It's a defroster. That's... <laughs> the customer's like, my defroster doesn't blow cold, is Why basically what I got out of that. Why would you want it to blow cold? D don't keep the ice chilled question. out. What do you well, mean? <laughs> in their defense, like, I mean, I have worked on cars that you can turn the defrost cold. You can turn the temp down of it. Oh, interesting. Like a lot of, most, well, I guess... I guess you're not super used to it because you're you only pretty much work on German cars. Yeah, that, this is yeah. I think, like I think every American car ever you can turn the defrost cold. Interesting. That's right? because you don't technically turn it cold. It's because the defroster setting is just a setting of where the air is coming out, not necessarily how hot the air is. You still have to turn the defroster or the the air temperature on a heat. Yeah, but then um, well, a lot of how a defroster works is uh, it turns the AC on whenever you turn it on the floor or the uh, defrost and floor setting. Hmm. Not mine. My shit stays off unless I turn the AC on. Because if you turn the AC off with the defroster on it, it fucking tries to chill the air. And it's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> no, no. Well, it's not chilling the air. It's removing the moisture. That's the other function of AC. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess. But you can have you can have hot air conditioned air, and it's just really dry. I forgot air conditioned it doesn't mean cold air. Yeah. What was it's the question conditioned again? Conditioned air. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention to so it. Water. Tell you. Oh no no no! It's uh oh, it's customer states. Yeah. Yeah, customer states. Did you guys have any uh, good customer states from this past week? Personally, not from this from this past week, but I have one that I remembered. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, customer states uh, did his own install on a handful of parts, and now the car won't stay running. Oh, oh. those are always and, good. Yeah, I know it's fantastic. <laughs> no. like, I figure out. Do? I figured out the problem on just the normal courtesy check. 
because the air filter was still wrapped in plastic. Oh, that, that'll yeah. That, that'll not it. allowing the air to get in the engine so you can burn <laughs> it. Like, well, there you go. Anything from your end, um, That's a good question. I you can't, can't unravel a scroll of how many there are. <laughs> yeah. Gotta choose from one. Uh, hear ye, hear ye. Let me consult uh, the scroll. I... I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. <laughs> now the fucking... No, I didn't pick it up anyway. God damn it. What? I still can't do the squash noises. I gotta turn off the background noise filter <laughs> thing. You gotta, make it so you, can, you gotta make it so you can hear the refrigerator in your mic. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm gonna turn the thing off. You're like a... In the background. Um, there it is. What the yeah. fuck was that? <laughs> There's the noise that you've tried to make this like entire a, time. Sounded like a wet fart with That's a shaved, a shaved ass. So That's the the, the second customer states, <laughs> the second customer states that we got this week. Was, so you people who don't follow me on Instagram will not know about this, but you guys know about the extremely sensitive Mercedes-Benz TPMS sensors that will trip even that- though the pressure is correct for absolutely That's- zero fucking reason exactly we ha- we got a customer states oh hey there's sasha <laughs> you want to say hi just, no. she's like she's like sterling where's my new ports where did you hide them where's my new shit what is it <coughs> you know i've been smoking those for 40 years <laughs> this episode of flag time is brought to you by blue shift co blue shift co is an etsy page run by an amazing individual who made the logo of this podcast it is also the only place where you can get official speed stickers don't know what a speed is here's a little bit of a rundown speed is an o-ring cryptid loved by tens of thousands of people do you want to put this little guy on your car your water bottle that spider looking at you off in the distance blue shift co is the place to grab them that's spelled b-l-o-o-s-h-i-f-t-c-o at et sy.com thank you to blue shift co for sponsoring this episode of flag time millie's just sitting in the chair looking at me and sasha like what the fuck are you y'all silently <laughs> okay no i don't really have any weird customer states i mean i i know of some but like they yeah, consult the scroll yes um well, i'm gonna to- consult the brain you think Never. about that, uh, the customer states that I was going to say until Sasha showed up was um, customer <laughs> request to check the left front tire pressure sensor states that sensor is sensitive. Yeah. That's so, what sensors are. They're sensitive. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. But um, <laughs> that was for another tech in my shop. He got that one and he looked to me and he was like, don't you have this problem constantly just working on these cars? And I'm like, yeah. It's like yeah. this guy's new yeah. to Mercedes or something. <laughs> On the other end, like the the big like transit vans that you see, those things will be off by like 15 psi and it won't turn the light on. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, like oh, the tire pressure supposed to be at 80. It's just right here. It's at 20 or not 26, 62. It's fine. Jesus. <laughs> Sprinter vans are are fairly sensitive to tire pressures. I know that. That's because it's a Mercedes. Yeah, but Holy- it's a Sprinter. Holy Christ! Okay, wildly different than a lot of other ladies. Go ahead about Sprinter. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, it's not, nothing. I'm good. <laughs> Sprinters um, like to run fast. No, do they? they? The yeah, T1Ns are kind of the, the T1N Sprinters that have the five cylinder and they're short. The short, low roof ones are kind of fucking fast. <laughs> not it gonna was, lie. It was, it was a track and field joke. Oh, Sprinter has in running. Uh, oh, uh, good one. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Make yo. my own laugh track. Right. But the reason uh, why I went holy shit is because I haven't checked the um the story for people sending us messages. We have 60 questions. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, We're not going to get them? through all We're of those today. Definitely not going to get to all of those. We're um, going to get through maybe four. Yeah. How many people are following the Insta for the podcast now? Like a thousand? As of the recording of this episode, uh, 957. That's pretty sick. For two days? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. 
like a day and a half almost. If, yeah. If the if the if the podcast Instagram surpasses me in followers, I'm not going to be a happy gamer. <laughs> uh, be like the the creation is is better than the creator. <laughs> like God damn it. <laughs> Watch the podcast get more popular than all three of us combined. Yeah, I don't know the, 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 the hipster podcast junkies that listen to anything and everything are just like, <laughs> and I listen to all the podcasts. Podcast I mean, Flag Time is really fucking cool. I'll drink my IPA and listen to Flag Time, bro. <laughs> Drive my fucking modified Bronco Sport, dude. Wearing my turtleneck glasses and beanie. Yeah. yeah. With a scarf. And the tactical wheels <laughs> in the middle of July. I was working on uh, some some customer brought a brand new twenty. It was a, it's a twenty three Bronco or twenty two. Might have been. It was brand. It, was, it had six thousand miles on it. And um, they told our service rider to uh, to book it in for getting fog lights and like stuff installed. And we were like, oh yeah, are they factory ones? And they're like, oh yeah, just we'll just put them in. They're probably you know the vehicles usually pre wired for stuff like that. And we get in wish dot com lights. No, they were literally they were they, they were aftermarket lights. I mean, I'm not you know against aftermarket parts. Obviously, I have cars with aftermarket parts on them, but as a technician. <laughs> Like getting like stuff you gotta like tear harnesses apart yeah. and like wire shit in like aftermarket you gotta like run wires from the battery and then fuse them and then it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, no, if it's not plug and play, I won't do it just because I'm no. just not trying to fucking do all that. It was the harnesses that came with the with the lights were plug and play to each other, but they weren't plug and play to the vehicle. So it was just like, well as they were from Wish.com. They were no, they were they were a decent decent brand. I don't remember the brand, but it was something that I recognized, and I was like, "Oh, oh fucking installing some." It doesn't matter what brand is because I know none of them. <laughs> it was it was just wild, and then they they were like, "Yeah, they're factory lights," and they get them out of the box, and they're no not factory. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, hey, this doesn't say Ford on it, so it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna it says Ford on the car, <laughs> but. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't really want to do this. But Speaking of aftermarket stuff, I am very heavily and openly anti-aftermarket rims on a Mercedes-Benz. Um, that's, oh, you, have, that's you haven't seen some nice wheels on a Mercedes. No, 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 no. And it's not because they don't look good. They do look good. Like, some aftermarket rims do look good on a Mercedes. But more often than not, an aftermarket rim... For Mercedes Benz will not have please, the please, little. Please, please call it a wheel. You will, you will fire up everybody in the. Fuck everyone that thinks they're called rims. <laughs> they are not rims. They are wheels. The okay, rim is whatever. the wheel on the edge of the care. wheel. I don't even care what. I was say, call. wheels to me are both the rubber and the rim, like combined. That's what wheels are to me. That's um, what I think they are also, but like people are gonna get mad. <laughs> who gives a fucking shit? They can be mad and waste their energy all they want. <laughs> That's true. But um, fuck them. <laughs> let me let, uh, let me think about like where I was. Let me tell you about these rims real quick. Yes. So <laughs> I guess to satiate the ravenous, angry, pointless shit, the uh, aftermarket wheels on a Mercedes-Benz <laughs> are usually uh, without the the five little holes on yes in, in the rim. What so, is the point? I know exactly I, I, what so the I, holes you're talking about. Yeah, I don't so know the point of those. Mercedes-Benz factory wheels have these five little holes in them. Um, they are for alignments. Uh, oh, an alignment machine you. an alignment machine at a Mercedes-Benz uh, dealer uh, has special uh like attachments for the uh, measurement devices, and that's fucking cool. Those holes, the uh, measurement devices have pins that those holes are, are for. So the pins no go way. into the holes, and it's a more accurate measurement device instead of just strapping that. it onto the wheels. Yeah, uh, so that's why I hate aftermarket real wheels on a Mercedes because some yeah. aftermarket wheels don't okay. have that, and it makes doing an alignment on those cars. So much harder, and also might not be accurate because to, our machines are specifically made for those measurement devices. As opposed have, to my machine is, as I got wheels on it, you can align it. Go for it. <laughs> you have to put uh, different mirrors and stuff on it when you do that. Uh, for 
aftermarket wheels like, or like yeah like if one comes in like and it's got some basani dumbass wheels yeah, on it yeah so like, we have these little um things that you have to instead of rolling up completely onto the um the floaty pads that you put the, the car on uh you yeah. have to stop a little bit and then put on these things that just clamp onto the outside of the wheel uh, mm-hmm. at an angle and then you roll yep. towards where you need to go uh, to where they're at the right angle. And it's just extra steps and it that, might not just, read right. That's how all of mine are. Yeah. That the thing, it just, it just clamps over the tire and sits in the center of the rim and then you push it forward for the compensation yeah. and it's good to go. Yeah, it's a yeah. pain in the ass. And because I'm not used to the compensation kind of thing, it just makes me not want to deal with it. So, Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's what the little holes are for on Mercedes Benz. That's super cool. I'm gonna tell everyone I know that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go around and be like like point at them in parking lots, and anyone I'm with, I'll be like, you know what yeah. those holes are for. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like mansplain the fuck out of that to someone. Every single Mercedes Benz has little holes over there, and like, do you know what those are for? <laughs> you know what those holes are for? I'll tell you what those holes are for. And they're like, get the fuck away from me! I don't even know you. It's <laughs> <laughs> complete strangers. Yeah. All right, well, go ahead and do. Say what? If I was a tweaker, that's what I would do. I'd just hang out and be like, (laughs) hey, you want to know something really cool about Mercedes? (laughs) Check this out. Run up to one, like on the street that's driving. And then proceed to steal the car afterwards. Oh, geez. Like full on Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I do remember a customer states from something uh, a few days ago that happened. Yeah, he has consulted the scroll. Huzzah! <laughs> I, I consulted the inside of my brain and remembered it. Um, he pondered his orb. Customer states. Uh, it was a some. I think it was like a 2006 or 2007 Audi. It was a B B five and a half or B six uh, Passat. Mm. Um, they were getting really really shitty gas mileage. Um, and they were like, it's, it's using, or like, it's using so much gas diesel and gate. Light on and it was, it was a gas one. It wasn't, it wasn't diesel. Um, but it, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yes, continue. If I, uh, hang on, I got side ADHD brain. <laughs> ADHD goper. Um, you can just hear the folds in his brain straighten out. <laughs> My brain is becoming smooth as I'm talking. The, the smooth, ripples. Smoother. It's already smooth. Smooth, right? Oh, it is smoother. Smooth. It's like a baby's butt. Just the just, two, just one gap in it. Just the thought um, of a fucking normal brain just becoming smooth in real time. <laughs> like, and just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Storwick. Sorry. Uh, anyway, it was a it was a it was a B6 Passat, and it came in uh, lots of fuel consumption, uh, running like running kind of rough. Like right when they started, it's like really like having trouble cold starting, and like they would flood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, since I've worked on a hundred million Volkswagen Audis in my life, I'm immediately drawn to. Uh, coolant temp sensors on those things like to take a shit very often. And what happens? <clears throat> what happens a lot? And I literally guessed it as soon as it not as soon as it rolled in, but as soon as I found out um, that it was a coolant or a temperature related issue, I immediately was like, "I bet that coolant temp sensor is leaking internally." And what happens on those cars is the sensor. I mean, I'm sure. I think I bet Mercedes coolant temp sensors do it too. I vaguely remember doing. Uh, something similar to that. But what happens is the inside um, of the sensor, the coolant temp sensor, the connector, the part where uh, it connects to the harness, um, the coolant actually leaks up through the middle of the sensor. Mm. And what it does is it'll cause, um, it'll just make the, the the computer think that the car has like really, 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 really cold coolant. So it maxes the oh, fuel trim. shit. So I looked at the data stream, and I shit you not, it literally um, on my on my Snap-on scan tool, it said that the coolant was like negative, like two hundred million degrees or some shit. 
<laughs> and it was just like dumping fuel because it was literally like, wow, it is so cold out. That's crazy. <laughs> it's a poor man's suit for more power. <laughs> unplugged that unplugged that connector. There's a whole bunch of coolant corrosion there. Threw a new one in, filled it back up. And that was it. It was all, all done. It's a mental health no check. More, <laughs> no more intense ice age coolant temperature for the <laughs> car. Brings a new meaning to the term <laughs> gaslighting. Jesus. Yeah, right. I don't think I've ever heard of that ever happening to any domestic car ever. It does. It happens to Fords a lot. Well, I ain't found one yet. Fords use a lot of uh, (laughs) European parts. Not not anymore. Not the new one. Yeah, the the good ones have them. (laughs) That's why they're good. Because they're European. All right. Since we're on a kind of a time limit here because uh, someone's someone got sick. I need to take drugs to sleep. (laughs) Uh, we'll go ahead and start with some of these questions thank you for everybody for uh sending in questions terribly sorry that we're not going to be able to get to all of them but um i'm gonna name i'm gonna name drop every single person that we're gonna answer the uh, questions for so uh if you didn't want your name uh said on air sorry that's not my problem anyway um it's too goddamn bad (laughs) please don't (laughs) arthur where's my money I'm also gonna. I'm also gonna terribly. What did you say? I said Arthur. Where's my money? (laughs) Red Dead Redemption. Oh, Oh, I was like, I haven't seen that episode. (laughs) What? (laughs) Arthur, the kids show. (laughs) I loved that show growing up. Bro, you know what? You know what show like creeped me out and I couldn't watch it. Fucking Hey Arnold. Oh. I don't know yeah. why I fucking hated that show. I could not watch it. That creeped me out as a kid for some reason. I mean, there was genuinely creepy moments in that show, like when uh, Hey Arnold, when Arnold like saw a vision into the future, and his grandpa was quote unquote still alive, like air quotes in the air. Like at the end of that scene, his jaw falls off of his face, and that scarred oh. the shit out. I'm, of me. I'm not even. Th- you're talking to a kid that. Enjoyed watching Courage the Cowardly Dog, but just did not that like. Oh like I just, but like, like that show was fine for me. But Hey Arnold was just creepy as fuck for me. That's like, weird. Yeah, Usually, it's like, I like how I'm Hey Arnold like, was too scary for you, but you were okay with fucking. Uh, what was the name of that King Ramses, the Man in Gauze, the Man in Gauze? Uh, what? You don't what? remember that? It's from the from church. what? I don't know. I'm lost. Bro, been like, does no one know who that is? What show is it from? Is that it from, from Courage? Courage? Yeah. Bro, yeah, Keith Ramsey's have... like, remember the berries or whatever. I don't think I remember that episode. <laughs> Return the slab. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Return the slab. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Okay, I remember that part. And then yeah. I remember, like, the, the flan, the sea flan thing. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, the only episode I actually remembered because it fucking scared the shit out of me. Dude, oh, my God. <laughs> but it was so good. I love that show. Yeah. I love... Y- y'all remember the, the episode that had all the spiders in it? Yes. That was actually yep. really entertaining. Um, okay, what are the questions? Yes, okay. So oh, yeah, cars. We'll go ahead and start with the first one. Uh, like I said before, I'm probably going to butcher your name completely. So sorry if it it's pronounced differently, but that's not... He's lying. Here. He's not sorry. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, everyone. So, Rokot Saronin. Sir, yeah, see. Uh, first one, not off to a good start. Yes. <laughs> What made you want to work in a mechanic shop slash dealership? So what made you decide this career field, basically? I had no fucking idea what I wanted to do out of high school. I almost went to the military, and I was like, hey, cars are cool. Let me try this. And then here I am. I So I was just interested in cars, basically, my whole, like, growing up, like, all my childhood, because my dad always had really cool cars around, and mm-hmm. they were always broken, so I was always around them, like, holding a flashlight, get yelled at, and shit. I was about to say, Starlin, hold that goddamn flashlight! I like how that's a shared experience. My dad didn't really yell at me when working on cars. It was, it was, it was fine. Um, <laughs> it's good uh, for character development. Shout out my dad, I love my dad, he's the coolest man in the world. Hell yeah. Um, that's cat because my dad is the coolest dad in the world. Uh-oh. My dad would probably kick your dad's ass. Oh, yikes, cat! <laughs> anyway, yeah, my dad's my dad's totally stronger than your dad. We have the same dad, idiot. <laughs> my dad can outpiss your dad. <laughs> oh, my dad you, got me, you got me there. I don't. I don't know how hard my dad pisses. So. My dad can outfart your dad. <laughs> okay. Nobody's dad can outfart my dad. 
I don't think that's uh, you. Okay, okay. cars. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, I was basically interested in my car in cars for like my entire childhood. And um, when I went to when I got into high school, there was a, an opportunity for me to go to a vocational school called West Sound Technical Skills Center. It's in Bremerton, Washington. There, I went there for my junior and my senior year while I was in high school. I took a bus that went all the way down there early in the morning. I had to wake way early up, way up early to get on the bus to go down to Bremerton. And um, I went to a collision repair. Uh, course while I was there and I didn't know too much about cars as like like from a professional standpoint so being around all that was super cool um, I got to uh, like kind of re semi restore a project uh, pickup truck that my dad gave me uh, which is pretty cool like I got prime it got primed and like rebuilt and stuff like that and I had the engine out at the time so I was like redoing all that stuff too um, <clears throat> but I basically took all of that and um basically as soon as i turned 16 i got a job uh, i got a job at a collision repair shop um on bainbridge well i guess i won't say where my living place is so um i got a let me let me start over i got a job not all the way over i got a i got a job at a collision repair shop uh when i was 16 while i was in high school um and i worked there like kind of every day after school and then a and then like all day every day during the summer like detailing cars and cleaning up in the shop and stuff like that but then when i turned 18 i got a job as um kind of like a loop tech like trained uh like apprentice Mm -hmm. i was i was a no i was my own technician i had my own bay um but i was given oil changes and like brakes and stuff and I had a pretty decent, uh, like, mechanical knowledge, and I had a bunch of tools already by the time I was, like, 18. Nice. And uh, so I was just doing that, and then I worked there for a couple years, and then I worked for another shop for a couple years and didn't like that, and then I went to another shop, uh, worked there for a couple years, and then I moved up, uh, I moved, uh, moved out of town, and then I moved back, and then I worked... I went to work for the place that I, one of the places that I worked for in the past that was my favorite shop, and I still work there to this day. And, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Pretty that cool. Reminds, um, that reminds me of a thing that happened, because you said professional setting, and I was like, remind me of a time I was out with my friends, and my friend's truck wouldn't start. Oh, yeah? And he's like, he's like, he's like you gotta fix this so we can fucking leave. I was like, you need a professional for that shit. And he's like, aren't you the professional? I'm like, you like checkmate. Let's I, was, go. I was just like, I was like, fuck. That's right. I'm the professional now. <laughs> Shit, I get and paid I was, to do this. I, I was just like, uh, you got a wrench, and he got he pulled a wrench out of his truck, and I just fucking crossed the terminals on the battery, and the fucking truck started right up. <laughs> Shit. There you go. I had absolutely no idea if it was gonna work or not, but it fucking did. not. Was it, it a fucking, or it was it a Dodge? It was a Dodge. <laughs> it was a fifteen hundred. I was gonna say it's probably not a Chevy because the the starter terminals are way down on the ground. No, I cro- I crossed the positive and negative terminals on the battery. <laughs> it shouldn't work Wait, like that. Well, <laughs> I know, but they I have no I, I didn't tell them that I I went in that with such confidence. I was just I just looked at it for like five seconds. It's like. You got a wrench and a trifling. Wait, hang on. You arced the positive and the negative terminals together and the truck started? Yeah, I fucking tapped them real quick and I was like, okay, try to start it now. And that bitch fired right up. What the fuck? Like on the battery. Like not on, on the solenoid. Yes, on the battery. What? The what? Fuck? what? How did yep. that even happen? Are you thinking- <laughs> no, I, I don't know what came over me that I was just like, this is what you. Something just told me, like, you got to do this. I never told them that I had no idea that that was going to work, and they just looked at me like I was God. It's like, I, how the fuck did you do that? I one time... Uh, and I was I had, like, shut up, bitch, let's go. Oh my I, had God. A, I had a 90 F-250 once that had and, a... If, if, first, I, I want to say, it didn't do anything to the electrical system whatsoever. Everything oh, was fine. Ow. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's, That's fucking just, whacking. 
I'm just imagining you going, hold on, give me that wrench. I'm about to do what's called a pro gamer move. And then the it was a little like I didn't even hesitate. I just looked at the batter for five <laughs> seconds. I was like, I was like, you got a wrench in the back of the truck? I was like, all right, oh give it here. God. And I just like went, and then it, like, I was like, all right, try it. It's like, bro, that's not going to work. And it fired right up. And I was, that's and just, that's fucking funny. Oh, my God. It just God. looked at me like the most intelligent monkey in the group. Christ. I'm going to try that now. Don't. Don't. Because <laughs> you're going to do it and get fucked. Highly like, do not advise. Right before I did it, I was like, man, I hope my shoes are rubber soled so I don't get shocked. <laughs> get welded to the ground i didn't get fucking shocked so holy fuck I, I didn't touch any metal with the rest of my body i just stood was, on the ground fucking jumped it and it fucking worked so i uh god damn all right like six time. years ago too hell yeah brother the most head-ass shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> it'll uh, never happen again <laughs> years ago i had a i had an 89 or a 90 i don't remember the year it was a f-250 with a bad starter solenoid so every time i have to start it i have to go out and uh put a wrench on the uh positive and negative terminals of the starter solenoid mm -hmm. and one time i did that and i left it in gear but it was a granny gear so i it started and it was like it just like rolled really slow <laughs> Yeah. In the fucking parking lot I was in, I was like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Like, I had enough time to, like, get back in it. And like, Why didn't you just smack the shit out of the starter with a hammer? That usually works. No, 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 the starter's fine. So the solenoid was bad. So I, yeah, I, exactly. I, couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't start it with the, I mean, the starter was fine. The, the solenoid was bad. The hammer gotcha. trick has always worked. But the hammer trick doesn't work when the component's just broken. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I've never had a that, like it would break a... it if I hit it with a hammer, it would just break it more. <laughs> Easy removal. And then, I'd have, and then I'd have fucking wires <laughs> hanging. You mean Jeremy Clarkson was wrong this whole time? No, I refused. No, no, well, he he hit a he hit an E thirty nine with a BMW or uh, with a hammer. <laughs> he hit he hit an E thirty nine with a hammer, and then it worked. I mean, Not both a... are correct, but. Not a BMW. Anyway, uh, so uh, it's, <laughs> he had an right. E39 with a BMW. All right, we'll Man, go to the next up. question. <laughs> I feel like this would be a really good question because I'm really interested to hear what you guys say about this. Uh, Clever Ooh, Monkey, yes. Clever Monkey asks, uh, "What's is the best? Spelled, is that spelled M-O-N-K-E? Yes, correct. Perfect, Monkey. <laughs> What's the best way to learn more about cars as a 17 year old without access to cars? Uh, Facebook groups. Facebook groups. <laughs> and, and YouTube. And I was going to say YouTube. YouTube is like a wealth of knowledge, depending on hey, where everybody, you look. Chris Fix here. Exactly. Um, if you, yeah, YouTube is fantastic. Like you can, there are so many random like car rabbit holes. You just fall down on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. The thing about a lot of YouTube videos that have to do with cars is a lot of the videos are more of a knowledge based thing rather than somebody actually working on something. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, this is how fast the Jaguar XJ220 goes, or whatever. And then there's there's um, there's um more videos that talk about, like, specifically things that are, like, in cars mechanically. Like, it'll be like a quirk or feature kind of thing. Shout mm -hmm. out, Doug Demir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to get knowledge of like actual cars and stuff like that on YouTube, but you can get a lot of um, mechanical advice from Facebook groups. Like if you go on Facebook and you like join Facebook groups of a specific car that maybe you want, you can go in there and then just look around and then you'll basically get all the info you need. Yeah. The way I learned is I just got a job as a mechanic. Well, I, technically I went to college first, but I just dove head first in that shit. And that's how I learned. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really learn by reading books and shit. Yeah, no. Well, I, yeah, I don't think really, I don't think a lot of people do, because I didn't. No. And like my my teachers literally wouldn't get it. They're like, "How the fuck do you not understand this?" Like, I'm literally just telling you what this is, and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, when I was in college, the the book portion of the automotive I wasn't that great at, but out in the shop, I was pretty goddamn good mm. and then there was the other kid that had like three ac certifications before the first semester ended 
and he's over there underneath the hood of a car scratching his head with a wrench like oh <laughs> like motherfucker you you passed the ASC for engine rebuilding and shit how do you not know what the fuck you're looking at you can wing a lot of those tests and still get them <laughs> exactly I am not very book smart when it comes to I have, I just, uh, well, I'm just I know how it works yeah well um, the, the thing about the book knowledge uh, I think the book smarts comes into play after you already have physically like i'll be like oh i don't really know how this works and then i'll read about it and i'll be like okay and then i'll actually go repair something and i'll be like okay and then i'll go back and reread what i read and i'm like okay yes. now it all makes sense that makes mine's sense. more like mine's more like okay this thing pays three hours to do it and i have no idea opens up youtube and watches a video of somebody doing it in five minutes half the time it's some dude speaking spanish but all i need to do is see what he's fucking doing and i'm like oh that's you do that i find out they speak russian a lot more than spanish this is how you repair reset light on mercedes 129 chassis <laughs> i'm just glad mercedes-benz doesn't pay attention to ase so i don't have to pay to take those ase tests in order to be fully certified on on mercedes-benz my job doesn't really <laughs> pay attention to those either because I, I put in fucking work so they don't care but they actually pay me to go take the test What's but that? I failed the yeah. I failed the brakes one like twice for some reason uh, you failed the brakes one the exactly brakes one. I can do brakes with my fucking eyes closed and my ears deafened but it's there's a test on brakes I don't fucking know the 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 automatic transmission one was difficult for me I took that one twice I I mean I have I have, have a manual there son yeah, well, the manual ones. The I okay. The manual transmission ASC is the easiest one. You need to like understand how like gear lash works, and like that's it. <laughs> yeah, the only but, one I passed was suspension because that's the only other one that I've taken. Suspension one's easy. There's some. There were some tricky questions on there when um I when they started by two questions. Like, they started talking about like steering Ackerman and and like crosscaster and stuff like that. Oh, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I saw that weird. after never having like paid attention to the audience. Okay, send the red. Let me adjust it into green. Didn't care for what the fucking thing said at all. I just fucking fixed it. Just bonk the mirror until it says green. <laughs> I had a go. It literally just would lo- like, loosen bolt, spin thing till it adjusts, and then tighten it down. I see. That's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a fucking Honda Fit rear uh, rear toe on a Honda Fit, and you gotta like take the brakes apart and put shims in there. It's fucking what? stupid. Yeah, oh, we don't fuck. need to do that. What it could be worse. It, what? it could be it could be any Dodge where you SUV not SUV any Dodge like sedan and SUV where you gotta shift the entire cradle that holds the motor to a just cambering caster. Holy shit! What? Huh? Yeah, yeah we don't do that at my shop because uh, that takes way too long. You know, like that? No, we can't be bothered with that. <laughs> it we can't be pay- bothered with. A warranty <laughs> alignment only pays point eight. I'm not sitting here for two hours messing with the whole ass cradle. Yeah, no. All right, next question. So, um, underscore x dot x i i i dot m m underscore asks, whose idea was it to start the podcast all together? Um, I would say that was yeah, that was that was me. It was definitely you. Yeah, because we were just we uh, came in out of nowhere, just like. Here, let's just let's let's start. Hey, from I start a podcast. That's the well, thing. because we were like I hit my mic thirty two times and it didn't make any noise and I'm sad about it. Nice, but yeah, Pixie got both of us, me and Stirworks, into a group chat, and uh, that's when we were just sharing memes and shit. And I'm like, there's got to be a way that we can fucking collaborate on something. And it hit without me it, being, without what? Yeah, without like being in the same place. Exactly, and then it hit me. Podcast. Yeah, it was like holy shit. We would be perfect hosts on a podcast, and that's when all of the pieces started to come together. I was like, okay, let's plan for this day to do our first recording. My sister, who is the runner of the Etsy page Blue Shift Co., who made my logo on my Instagram page, made our logo, as you guys have mm-hmm. heard on the advertisement. Um, yes. And uh, I got her to make that for us. I got a little bit of extra stuff for my video editing software to learn how to properly edit audio, which I did not use on the first one because I edited it too much. Edited it too much. Edited. Um, yeah. Edited. But yeah, it was. Um, that was that was the whole thing. Like it can't. It 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 was 
it, it was my idea basically that was that was the thing well for the while you were while you at because you had asked me like what should we do to a collab and i just want you to know i was listening to distractible while i was also <laughs> trying to figure out like yeah what could we do you all listening <laughs> to also three idiots making a podcast about the shit that they do on the internet yeah i was like yeah, i don't know and then you were just like bro we gotta start a podcast and i was like genius epic all let's right. go Yes, so that's the answer to that. Brendan asks, electric cars seemingly becoming the future, good or bad, as a mechanic? Bad. Uh, electric cars, NPCs, fuck them. Well, put, put them right back into Earth. I, I like the idea of electric cars. I really do. Why do you say ew every single time you see a t- uh, Tesla? That's NPC well, energy. I live in an area where every other car is a Tesla. Oh. <laughs> and people and you basically live on the, you live like on the coast too that's like the worst place for anything electrical because salt well, water I mean, salt water spray is just in the atmosphere is, this is a pretty big topic so i mean so if i could surmise or summarize my opinion i would probably say i like electric cars i do i don't think they're going to be a replacement for gas driven vehicles i think that hybrids are the way to go yeah that's that's the general consensus around here too like hybrids is definitely going to be because people are like yeah electrification is fucking cool if you don't really go outside of a small area Mm -hmm. but if you take a lot of road trips or you know if you're not a person that takes a lot of road trips but you know you you live in fucking canada where that cold temperature affects battery performance yeah, there's definitely a lot of work that I think needs to be done as far as, like, you know, infrastructure and, like, the way technology improves. Like, I just hate Teslas because the people that drive them are cucks and the wow, fucking... Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, we're like BMW owners, but with worse cars. <laughs> gotcha. Like, My take is on that is leave them for the just the normal, everyday, like, driver cars where somebody just doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, like, people just need leave- to get to work. Leave my goddamn performance cars alone. I mean, Don't yeah, electrify those. They, they, these car has cars, no soul without an engine. These cars, these these electric cars need to be smaller and they need to be slower. That's mm-hmm. what I think needs to happen. Because, like, there is no reason for somebody... 500 horsepower on tap they, immediately because electric... 500 motors. horsepower is a fucking tiny amount of power for one of these electric cars. Like, the Tesla Model S's have, like, a thousand horsepower. The whatever. I'm talking the about. I'm have. talking about like just the, like the 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 Hyundai Ionic or whatever. Those little that is a really everyday cool sedan. Car. I yeah, love. That. I think has 550 horsepower really? for I no reason. That. Yeah, the performance, the sporty version of it is 500 fucking horsepower. There, I feel like there would be more. Soccer mom doesn't need that much power to take Billy to soccer practice. Well, I saw I saw this video of some some Tesla. In, I think it was in China, and like the car, you see China. like footage of like the car pulling over, and then it, all of a sudden it just takes off and it goes like a hundred and like twenty miles an hour, and then it like slams into a motorcyclist, Holy and then shit. it like just smashes into a building, and and, and, and like the I don't. And that's why they're that's why they're boring to me because they just step on the gas and it just goes and that's it. There's no soul to them whatsoever. Acceleration is pretty exhilarating. It's yeah, it's 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 fun like three times and it's like yes, the same Uh, thing. I don't know it. it, I think if I had something that had that much power, I think I would I would do it a lot. I would do. I've gotten the I've gotten the drive a Tesla Model S with the performance package. But yeah, and the, uh, I would rather drive my car. My car is much more fun to drive, well, even though it's well, a, a tenth of the horsepower. The person who asked this question asked as, if it was good or bad as a mechanic, not as a consumer. So the way I bad, see that less is, things to break. I mean, yeah, uh, but this is the way it's I just see suspension it. and brakes. That's well, basically it. Here's here's the thing though. Like when it becomes yeah. look when you need something electrically done to like fix it. If you have it as you as a mechanic or a technician, if you are electrically trained or hybrid trained or have that level of training that you can work on these cars in that aspect, I I feel like you're more valuable as a mechanic or a technician uh, because you know that because there's not a lot of uh, mechanics slash technicians that uh, want to do that. So you tell that I'm electrically impaired. Yes. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's kind of obvious. What gave it away? Uh, the general attitude towards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was me jumping the battery with a wrench. That too. That that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing I about don't that. Really know how that. Get works. your Tesla in the neutral, huh? Let me try something real quick. Get me a I, wrench I over there. Just, I think you just factory reset the car when you did that. I, I, think, I think that's, that's <laughs> what I did. I think I just electrically <laughs> shocked the computer system in it. Car. <laughs> Like slapping somebody in the back of the head that's acting up. But that's that's the reason why like I'm trying to get fully trained to become a master technician for Mercedes. I only have five instructor led classes left, and one of those instructor led classes is hybrid training, like electrical um, EQ training, so I can get uh, the clearance to be able to work on those cars. Because otherwise, I won't know what I'm doing, and I'll weld myself to concrete. So there's there's a inherent risk to these new cars because the electric cars because of how much voltage and how much current can go through mm-hmm. these things is exactly why i don't <laughs> fucking touch them yeah so well, if you you're get the right tools you'll be fine yeah if you're properly trained on it and you know what you're doing you're automatically more valuable as a technician to work on those cars like you'll be able to you'll have more what's the word i'm looking for uh versatility basically yeah uh so yeah but as, i'll be in like I'll be in autopilot mode forgetting that I'm working on an electric car and then I will fucking just <laughs> melt my skin off against the car. But yeah, maybe, I maybe you should take some meds or something. I would That's what say, I'm trying to do right after this podcast. I would say it's a good thing to get trained on that kind of stuff simply because it's becoming more prevalent. Yeah. That way you can like be able to work on those cars. You just have to be really, really careful. Because uh, yeah. otherwise, it's extremely uh, dangerous. Let me find another question here. Um, here's a good one. Rowan underscore Burnbaum asks, "How do you get the motivation nice. to work on a personal project when ADHD finds dopamine elsewhere?" I don't. Once I'm off work, I don't want to fix cars. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think personal projects can be for anything else. It doesn't have to be with cars. Like if you have something you want to do at the house. Or something that you want to go do after work, um, just like finding motivation after the work day, kind of. Yeah, I work ten hours a day. Like I go you, home, I eat food, I go to sleep. Well, the way I the way I see this is like if you get a hyperfixation on something mm-hmm. uh, other than the personal project that you need to complete. Like, say when <laughs> I go to uh we'll we'll go to the this weekend in the future. I need to edit this podcast. This is an edited podcast if you can't tell. There's a lot of dead space that I have to take out for it to be entertaining. If my ADHD finds dopamine elsewhere, I'm not going to want to edit the podcast, but I have to edit the podcast in order to meet a deadline. So yeah. it's one of those things where you have to find motivation and for me it's like okay, I need to get this one thing done, otherwise I'm gonna let a whole bunch of people down. So yeah, there's there's having the weight of having followers is actually kind of motivating yeah. for that because um, like people are gonna be like, oh, exactly. Which is well, why you gotta I feel think bad. Of how much people are gonna enjoy? You're like, oh yeah, no, I gotta do this because people are gonna like it. It's gonna be awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's the way I see that. Um, um, I usually find motivation after like working on like people's cars, um, by tearing apart my daily driver and then having to fix it before I go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good motivation. Like, was my uh my commute. I I live sixty miles away from where I work, so I like when that's when only a thirty minute that, drive for me. Well, 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 fucking good. Nice. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> I have to cross three county lines and two bridges to get to work. God damn. As long as there's no red lights, it don't matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just be like, yeah, go through them lights. Fine. Here's uh, all you gotta do. All you gotta do is drive it at that light speed, and then the the light will blue shift into green, and then oh, you're you fine. I did a- find out during the summer that if I so I I used to ride my motorcycle a lot during the summer because I don't like riding in the winter because I'm a baby. Um, I don't blame I, you. I don't blame you at all. And like, well, when it's thirty degrees, I'm not riding my fucking motorcycle. I'm yeah, not no. doing. 
I have a car and another car. <laughs> I enjoy don't, having fingers and toes when I'm driving to work. I don't ride motorcycles if it's any kind of icy outside. Like that's yeah, you have less a, of a contact patch, and if you slide, there's a good chance you're going to go down. So yeah, um, I don't I don't but, have that kind of skill. Yeah, to uh, I don't even drive my car when it's icy out because there's no such thing as ice in South Texas. Until there is. So I, yeah, there and then is. I stay home. And then the whole infrastructure shuts down. <laughs> exactly. I stay the home. It explodes. Like, we don't have anything. <laughs> 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 How do we go anywhere? What's what? And then everyone in Washington's like. <laughs> Pretty but, much. Uh, but yeah, to go back on uh, finding motivation. I, What I do with my projects and all my project cars and stuff like that is... I have learned through many, many years of having project cars and lots of projects and having ADHD and having like a million things to do all the time mm-hmm. is I won't start a project until I have like enough stuff, enough parts, enough knowledge and enough information to be able to get it almost all the way done in the first shot. No, Otherwise, I, I won't do. I feel that 100%. like the amount of cars I have driven into garages <clears throat> and taken apart and not put it back together again is mm-hmm. a lot. It's at least seven. <laughs> so yeah. what I do now is I wait until I collect all the parts I need, and then I start the project. Same with goes with anything. If I don't have, like, uh, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking, you know, cook something tonight, I'll, like, go to the store, and I'll get every single thing I need so I can lay it all out in front of me and then just whip it up, and it's done, and I can eat it and be like that. Like, oh, lots and lots of stuff I could just be prepared i guess yeah the... that's that's a, that's a good way to <laughs> see prepare that. yourself over prepare and then like figure out what you'll need when you're done so you don't like fuck yourself essentially right. but also i will add on to that like if there's something that you don't have but there's like a way to work around it i'd say to go for it anyway like with this whole yeah. podcast you don't have a computer yeah i don't i don't I well, I own a computer, but yeah. it is a MacBook from 2009 uh-huh. that boot loops sometimes. Ah, <laughs> so like, and but, I um, have bus driving simulator on it every once in a while. <laughs> but yeah, what I was saying is like, even <laughs> though you don't have a computer, I was like, people do podcasts on their phones all the time. You like, you yeah. can just record from your phone and it'll be fine. So like. Yeah, totally. I, I totally 100% feel what you're saying about being prepared and all that kind of stuff. But if there's something that you don't have, but you can work your way around it, still, that it, I'd say mm-hmm. go for it anyway. Um, yeah, go for it. But <clears throat> I, I, my thing is just, just make sure that you're not jumping into something that you're taking on too much right. of all of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Here's a question that I have, actually. Oh, were you are, were you too diagnosed with ADHD? Because I'm not. Nope. That You're costs not. money. Right. Okay. I was professionally diagnosed. Okay. I was professionally diagnosed when I was in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. I think. And I was medicated for a really long time until basically I was just like, Mom, Dad, I I don't want to take medicine anymore. I think it is making me into a person that I don't um, want to be. And I would respectfully like to um, stop. And they were like, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Probably saved them so much money. Mm. Yeah. But, so now I'm just raw dog in life. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Like every once in a while, I'm like, you know, I should probably have some Ritalin just in case I need to like get something done. <laughs> but I, I never. I mean, I'm always. Fo- I when I focus, I focus. Right. Yeah. No. So I had. That's not. A, yeah. I didn't know that I could possibly have ADHD until I got Instagram famous. Before I thought I was just a lazy idiot with memory problems. And that still might be the case, but it's a little bit more prevalent now that every single person who comments on one of my reels says, point of view, you have ADHD, or, like, the more I read into it, the more my entire life makes more sense. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not officially diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I have it. Um, I would... My take is just basically like, like, huh, I might have ADHD. Oh, well. Yeah, and then just that's it. Yeah, whether well, I got it or don't, it matters it. not. 
the thing is, is a lot of people do it for attention. Yeah. A lot of people do it because they kind of think that they're like, oh, you know, I can do two things at once. Maybe I have ADHD. It's <laughs> and like, they'll use it, they'll use it to get like, they'll use it to try to garner attention. And I'm like, well, as someone who like went through all of my middle school and early high school days, like getting a lot of shit and trying to figure out who I was on a personal level. Yeah. Like, and like seeing a bunch of people like fake it. It's like, well, I mean, like it doesn't really like, it doesn't offend me like really heavily. It's just like, that's kind of stupid. Why would you do that? Yeah. Like that's irritating as somebody that like actually grew up with that. But I, whatever, I'm not going to, I'm and not going to having to fake a medical thing just because you want to seem cool. What a loser. People, people <laughs> want to fucking chase clout. Some people will do anything for yeah. clout. It is ridiculous some of the things people do for clout. Yeah, they're not as lucky as us. We just are it clout. Is... <laughs> We're just goobery goobers. <laughs> just just ripped out of our minds in clout. We're just extremely silly. That's that's what it is. Even though it's not just... a single person knows who we are outside of work. Yeah, right? <laughs> My friends are like, you get, you're kind of famous. I'm like, I literally, if somebody recognizes me somewhere, I'll be like, okay maybe yeah no i the amount of followers that i have i've still been yet to like i have my name on the side of my car and no one's been like holy shit i follow you on instagram holy no, shit you're the guy yeah no one's no one said anything so i mean Mercedes no said anything oh. yet yet well i mean yeah but we'll see we'll see what happens uh let's go ahead and go do a couple more questions because according to this timer we have six minutes left um let's see six any minutes. advice for a new technician slash mechanic uh don't be a bitch and just do shit if you're scared do it anyway that's good that is good advice but if you're like if the person doesn't know what they're doing and then you just tell them to do it yeah they could fuck shit happen that's the thing well if you don't know what you're doing and you get told to do something definitely ask don't be scared to ask for help that's yeah don't be scared to ask for questions that is the number one biggest thing doesn't matter if you look like a fucking idiot they're gonna they're probably gonna think you're a fucking idiot anyway because you're a new guy in the shop just just buck just deal with that and then just like hey um can you show me where the oil filter is <laughs> just don't just figure out like a lot of if you're asking the same question over and over again then either figure out why you don't understand or mm-hmm. be more specific in what you're asking like if you're if you're starting out and like you're asking your your fellow technicians for everything like ask them definitely ask as many questions as you can but like there is a point where there's a lot of stuff that you can look up information online mm-hmm. and like information online through whoever um software your shop has so you can look up like pro information on pro demand or, or identifix or stuff like that on forums like find like specific information that way, but definitely ask questions. Um, also, if you borrow a tool more than three times, buy one. Yeah, that's a big unless, thing. Unless it's a shop tool, unless it's like a scan tool or like something big. If you borrow <laughs> it more than three times, get yourself that tool. I'm imagining and, like having to use the Mercedes Benz diagnostic computer. <laughs> You're like I gotta get More. me one of these. He's cool. <laughs> it's on each one of those is on lease for 10k. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's yeah. on lease for 10k. Yes, yes. just like a Mercedes. <laughs> oh, here comes Sasha. Hello. Oh. Hi. I'm waiting. You want to say hi? Did you find my new ports yet? <laughs> <laughs> she sm- she smoked Marlboros. She don't smoke ports. All right, we'll do this final oh, last excuse question. Excuse me. We'll do one last question, and then we'll end it. Uh, AJ underscore DOS91 asks, favorite job on a car? Um, I did a really good one today. I replaced a, um, and I forget exactly what it was called, but it was the pipe that went from the coolant reservoir to the engine block on the F something three series is the f chassis i don't know the new f chassis numbers yet but um paid 3.5 hours because you're supposed to remove the intake um and a whole bunch of other bullshit 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a bracket that holds um, the throttle body stable. Since it's a plastic intake, you have to hold a lot of that stuff stable. Mm-hmm. Um, you take that bracket off, and the other side of that hose is literally right on the other side of a hose. You just move it out of the way. And it took probably 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it paid three and a half hours. So flag time moment right there. <laughs> Good all night, everybody. Everybody. Anyway, all you technicians <laughs> out there. It's it's a recall too, and they didn't want to take it to the dealer, and they were like, they were like, we were literally like, it's free. Just go to the dealer, and they'll do it. It's free, and they're like, well, I mean, it's already here, and they're like, okay, well, it's gonna be a lot of money, and they're like, that's fine. <laughs> but, uh, believe it or uh, that not, was, that's my favorite of today. <laughs> gotcha. And believe it or not, one of my favorite jobs to do. Uh, I've only ever done it once, but I really enjoyed it the entire time I was doing it. It was a. Uh, Complete dashboard replacement in an SL63 AMG. Um, the old one started to peel up a little bit. I forgot what year it was. It is one of the newer ones. It was like a 2016, 2017. Um, began to peel up a little bit. Go ahead. It's a pretty. Uh, is it was it pretty straightforward? Kinda. Yeah. The coolest part about it, because it's an SL63, is it's convertible. So you just fold, oh, You fold the uh, roof down. And you've got so much more space to work with, like you don't even have to remove that much to get it out of there. You do that's have to remove point. you do have to remove the steering wheel, but that's straightforward anyway. It's just you yeah, take off the airbag easy. and it's one bolt. But like if you're completely organized and everything if you've got the special tools and everything for it, it, it just everything just comes out nice and easy. Uh because it's a new car, nothing's brittle. Um right. and uh but you have to do that same job fifteen years from now. Uh, doing the same job 15 years from now might be a pain in the ass just because Mercedes-Benz plastics do not last more than 10 years. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the case for any brand, but um, mostly Volkswagen too. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was, it was, it was a very satisfying job. I enjoyed every minute of that. And when it got done, that's the thing about Mercedes-Benz is if it doesn't go on easy, it's not right. Like that's once, how a lot that's how a lot of European stuff is in general. Yeah, like one, once it goes in place, you know, because it like clicks in place or everything just kind of falls into place nice and yeah. like smooth. And when that entire dashboard just went right into place back where it was, I was like, ooh, that was nice. That like felt setting really a, good. Yeah. Like setting a bell housing in like the first time. Like yeah. Perfect. Like setting a trans, like a manual transmission, you're doing a clutch and it's just like, thunk, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. I remember putting no, in a it, fucking 273 V8 by myself, lowering it back into uh, a 221 S-Class, and it lined up perfectly and just went right back onto the bell housing. I was like, oh, was my like, God. Oh, you're, like, you're like, did I fuck it up? You're like, did I leave no. the torque converter out? What the it, fuck? <laughs> Am I missing some bolts? <laughs> See, that's oh, that's why I love being a technician is those satisfying moments right there. Yeah, that's it makes it all worth the hundred percent and the, um, and the cursing and the money spent on tools makes yeah. it all worth it. But uh, any kind, <laughs> anytime, screaming, anytime I do a dashboard in an AMG, anytime I do a dashboard in an AMG, it's just really satisfying. I really enjoy that. I would imagine that would be. Well, they they have decent. I've noticed Mercedes has good decent interior quality. They do. So uh, I haven't. That's I have, the thing. Couple of your core on them, but. Do you know who Throttle House is? Throttle House is vaguely familiar. So the European YouTube channel? They're Canadian. Oh, no, Canadian. Um, yeah, they're a Canadian car review channel. And they did bring up the fact that Mercedes-Benz interiors creak uh, if you push on them. And mm-hmm. that is simply because a majority of the components on the dashboard is held in with... It's not the fact that it's plastic. It's just held in with clips. Um, exactly. So everything that's held in with clips, it's not screwed in. It's going to move a little bit when you push on it. Just don't push on the dashboard. Um, Don't touch it. (laughs) But that's what makes, that's what makes it easy to put it back together is everything just clips on clips on. So you just put it in place, clip it back in and you're done. Um, I love, I love clipping interiors so much. It's just like, it takes like hours to take it apart and then everything just like bonks in in 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Punch the panel back into place. Uh, Pixie, do you have a favorite job? My favorite job is lower ball joints on Toyota minivans because it is four bolts. You don't have to press anything out. And it pays 3.2 hours to do it. And then also you get to do an alignment afterwards. So it's like an extra hour on top of it. And it takes five minutes. 
Subaru axles are a really good one. They're a really good money maker. You just hit those ball joints. So it's just four bolts. You hit three out that are connected to the control arm, and then you just zip off the top one that, and you pop it. Up. You just hit it with a hammer till it pops out of the fucking upright assembly. Hell yeah! Just slide the new one back on, bolt the shit back in the place, and it's good to go. It takes five minutes to do both of them, and it pays three hours. That's how uh, that's how control arms on like Mark Three and Mark Four Volkswagens are too. Control arms are stupid easy on those things. You don't even need to take the wheels off. Hell yeah! Any job, any suspension job you can do without taking the wheels off. I'm a I'm a big fan. That is like, cool. That is cool. It's also Super very rare. Are like my favorite example of that because you just like pop the ball joints out and you undo the center caps of the wheels and then pull the axles out or pull the nuts off and then pull the <laughs> axles right out, put the new ones in, they go right in. It's like, it's literally like a 35 minute job to do two axles on like any like older ish outback or forester. The one that has the roll pins and not the, the click in style ones. Mm-hmm. It, people, people know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, but, uh, meanwhile on my two twelve E class, I have to remove a front wheel to replace the fucking bulb in the headlight. In your fucking brown E-Class? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brown. I can do that without it's taking the wheel off. I got small hands. Yeah, I don't I don't have those small hands. I, that's that's not something I have. Anyway, we're over time now. Um, Feels so, bad. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Any kind of... Uh, uh, what's what's the word on like? Any kind of feedback is great. The, the fact that you guys give a, gave us five stars on Spotify already is amazing yeah, so thank you for yeah. that so, cool. so thank you guys for listening definitely uh go follow the instagram page at flag time podcast follow us on you know our social medias you can find me at serrated mobius uh stairworks pixie 2.3 yeah, um, well, on instagram follow everybody on instagram um, i mean you God, can't you can follow i'm, me I'm sorry <laughs> Ah. Follow me, don't follow me. All good. Yeah, I'll I'll learn eventually. Um anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs>